Good morning. Welcome to Bethlehem Lutheran Church, where God has called and gathered us here this day to receive his gifts through his word and his sacrament. O Lord, I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord. Because he has felt bountifully with me. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Why do I have to lest I sleep the sleep of death? Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. Glory be to the Father and to the Son.
poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried, and in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in his flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things, and Lazarus, in like manner, bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I gave you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. Our intro for today does a wonderful job of framing its lament and framing its question. It starts off by dealing with the past. I have trusted in your steadfast love, and he has dealt bountifully with me. We too are in that same situation. We do trust in the steadfast love of the Lord because he has proven it to us time and time and time again. Because he has dealt bountifully with us time and time and time again. And yet at the same time, it's also dealing with the future. Because we recognize the truth that as much as our Lord has loved us loyally and steadfastly in the past, that he will continue to do so in the future. That he will continue to love us. And of course, that eventually the day will come when we are able to truly see our salvation. When we look upon our Lord as he declares that we are righteous. And welcomes us into his kingdom to be with him forever. And yet, as much as it deals with the past and the future, we also still have to deal with right now. And this psalm makes it clear that right now, the present, is not always a fun place to be. And it asks the question that I'm betting many of us also want to ask. How long, O oh Lord? Listen again to our intro for today and hear about this question and hear about the answer 
to this question. Oh Lord, I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day? How long shall my enemy insult over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. O Lord, I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, because he has dealt bountifully with me. How long, O Lord? I'm sure that many of us are asking that question about a great many things. How long, O Lord, must we continue to deal with this virus? How long, O Lord, is our nation going to be wracked by unrest and riots? How long, O Lord, until we finally realize the truth? That you love everyone, and that we too ought to love everyone, no matter what color their skin is. How long, O oh Lord? It's a hard question to ask, and sometimes we might feel bad about asking that question. We may feel like it's wrong that we're doubting. That we're concerned about what we see in the world. Yet one of the truths of our intro for today is that it's okay to ask the question. It's okay to ask how long. Because things do look bad from our point of view. It's okay for us to ask our Lord, are you going to forget us forever? Because we feel that way sometimes. We feel like God has forgotten us, like He doesn't care about us anymore. We feel like He has hidden His face from us, that He's not regarding us with His grace and love. Sometimes we even ask the question, must I take counsel in my own soul? Which is to say, must I just kind of keep everything buttoned up inside? Can't I talk to anyone without expecting them to blow up at me, for my opinion? Can't I talk to somebody about God and expect them to hear me? How long must I keep everything inside? How long must I harbor this sorrow in my heart? Sorrow that can come from a great many things, especially right now. Maybe it's the sorrow of having our school here completely messed up. Not being able to see your friends as you normally would. Maybe it's the sorrow of not being able to go and visit your family during the summertime like we usually can because of the danger that might be involved. 
with all sorts of sorrow that is in our hearts. It's okay for us to ask God how long we have to deal with that. Just as it's okay to ask Him, how long will my enemy exult over me? How long are we going to be in this world where it looks like the devil is winning sometimes? Where it looks like sin is winning in the world, and that the world is taking over the church even sometimes. How long, Lord? How long must we deal with all of this? Yet even as the psalmist asks the question, he also gives us the answer. Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. And perhaps that's not the answer that we want. Perhaps we want an answer that says, well, God is going to come back on this day, so all you got to do is last until then. Or perhaps you want to know, well, God's going to come for you on this day, and so that's when you're going to die, so you just got to deal with things until then. But of course, that is not the answer that he gives us. Instead, the psalmist tells us, and in fact tells God, to consider and answer me. O oh Lord, my God, to light up my eyes. And it's not very often that we get to tell God something. But there are some things that we can do that with. Some things that we can tell God to do because he has promised to do those things. Because he wants us to rely on those promises. Which means that just as we can ask the question of how long we can tell God to consider us and to answer us and to light up our eyes, because he has promised to do so, we can tell God to not forget us, to not hide his face from us, to not ignore our counsel and our concerns. Take away the sorrow from our, from our hearts to ensure that the enemy does not result over us permanently. And these promises that God makes to us are not just whimsy or fanciful or vague promises. No, He gives us specific things that we can trust in Him to do. And the reason that we can trust in Him to follow through on His promises is because He has done so time and time and time again. And we see that no more clearly than when, after such a long time of His people asking, How long, O Lord? He finally sent His Messiah. He finally sent His Christ. He finally sent His Son to come to answer the prayers of the people, to consider the people, and to light up their eyes in order to ensure that they would not sleep the sleep of death. And therefore, even as we have those fears, even as we have those concerns, we also have the hope, the trust, 
in that steadfast love of the Lord which endures forever. Because make no mistake, we do have many present fears. Whether it is truly as simple as the fear of death, knowing the truth that unless our Lord comes back before them, one day we will die. And that is scary. And yet we also recognize the truth that when we sleep, when we die, it will not be the sleep of death. It will not be a resting in the ground only. No, when we die, we get to rest peace. We get to rest and sleep in the love of our Lord who will hold us safe and secure until the day that he comes back. But of course, that's not the only fear that we have. We also are afraid that the devil might actually win. That he might actually overcome the Lord and the world. That he might even overcome the church. And those fears are real. It's real to be afraid of your foes because you're shaking. as real as those fears are, as real as those questions are, don't forget the framing of our intro. Don't forget how our psalm ends. O Lord, I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Don't forget what the Lord has done for you in the past. Don't forget what Christ did for you on the cross. What the Holy Spirit did for you when he came to you in your baptism. And don't forget the continual sustenance and nourishing that he gives you in his very body and blood that he's about to give you again. Our Lord has most certainly dealt bountifully with us. And he will continue to do so, even into the future, for as long as it takes. Because he loves us. And as you deal with those fears, as you deal with those questions, don't forget our epistle reading. Our epistle reading, which tells us that perfect love casts out fear. Don't forget that that love is not your love. Human love can't cast out fear. No, the perfect love that casts out fear is the steadfast love of the Lord which is in all of our hearts. The steadfast love of the Lord that we trust in, that he proved to us when he earned our salvation on the cross. Which he proved to us again when he rose from the dead proving that we too would rise from the dead one day. And which he continues to prove to you time and time again, as he continues to provide for you, and as he continues to hold you firm in faith through his word and sacrament. You are free to ask the question, to ask how long, O oh Lord, 
You are free even as you ask that question. To know the truth of the hope that Christ gives you. Hope that is built on the firm foundation of his promises, of his word. Which is continually nourished through his sacrifice. Now may the peace which passes all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.